Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast on the internet at night. <laughs> we need to keep our, After dark. We need to keep our voices down because it's 930 and it's Monday, so people people got to go to work. They got stuff and things to do. Oh, I'm back in the studio, back on another amazing, just thrilling holiday of de- debating the pedophiles in the government with my dad over Thanksgiving dinner. Does he think the Supreme Court are also pedophiles? I've been hearing that more lately. Um, my dad really was dropping some red pills during okay. Thanksgiving this year. Like, it's usually bad. It's usually bad. The political discussion, the level of political discussion is usually bad, but this one was, like, legendarily bad. Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay, so uh, here are some red pills, courtesy of my dad. All right. So the voter fraud, huge problem. <laughs> we all know it. Now, I just want to let you know, you said boater fraud which boater. means when i put on like a like a pirate's hat made out of newspaper and i go like yar ha har i am in charge of this paddle boat now yeah jackass i got a speech impediment do you really no i didn't think I just, so i just stutter sometimes fuck you you know what i meant i boater. know it just sounds cute you said boater fraud library <laughs> <laughs> boater fraud Huge fucking problem. We all know it's a huge problem. They are just burning giant bags of Trump votes. We've seen it on CNN. We've seen it on Fox News. And they are making fake. They're giving uh, ballots to children and animals so long as they vote for Joe Biden. That is true. Children and animals. Your dad said this? Yes. Okay. Um. So... Obviously, what are you going to do? You can't let the Democrats hashtag stop the steal. You need to take this shit to court, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, if you are you, you're serious, you're a politically cl- inclined guy, but people in the audience might not be. Has any single lawsuit brought for the re- election results? Has anyone went anywhere? No. They've all been dismissed. Am I correct? <sighs> like, I don't want to, without getting too specific, like some of them were dismissed. Some of the parties withdrew their lawsuits. Uh, some of the lawsuits were mooted by events. So, um, and, but it's like, I, you know, the, the bottom line is like, none of the lawsuits have changed the needle. Like today, Biden was elected president by the, by what do they call the, uh, the, the electoral college? The electoral college, yeah. Um, okay, and do you know why that is? Because obviously they're ignoring these mountains of it. It's because the entire government is full of pedophiles. I've heard about this. And it's can, not. Can I tell you what I heard? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I heard that the Supreme Court, the reason they're called Supreme is because they're supremely good pedophiles. Yeah, they are supreme. You know, CP, they're supremely good at ordering cheese pizza. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Like, I hear um, that the reason those robes are so big is to hide stuff that's happening. And you know how there's like no footage allowed inside the Supreme Court? Like you're not allowed to have cameras in the Supreme Court. That's because it's to hide stuff. Yeah. You know, they say democracy originated in Greece. And what's more Greek than fucking children? Okay. Those are my jokes. I can tell those jokes. You can't tell those jokes. No, I, am I arguing with the accuracy of those jokes? No, absolutely not. Just you're standing to tell them. <laughs> so pedophiles. Now, the pedophilia goes the whole way up. These are like my dad just dropping red pill after red pill, like bombs on Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Pedophilia goes the whole way up. The CIA and the FBI are also teaming with pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you don't mind, I heard that FBI stands for... Federal boy inspector. Yeah, the CIA is 
Cheese Pizza Inspection Associates. And the and the reason that they that the reason that the FBI used to be led by a man named James Comey was because actually people that put him in charge thought it was James Coomer. James Cooming little book co- grooming. <laughs> James <laughs> Groomer. <laughs> So uh, what basically everybody in the government is a pedophile. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, Joe Biden, right? Mm -hmm. His family, very into politics. He's been in politics for a very long time. 47 years. Got some very, very important connections with pedophiles, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the crazy twist. Hunter Biden is also a pedophile. And Donald Trump has video evidence of him molesting a child and they don't want that to come out. So that's why they're shutting down all of these lawsuits and shit is because if he's president again, it's going to make it widely known that not just Hunter Biden, but that everybody in the deep state is a pedophile. (laughs) Your dad said this? Yes. At Thanksgiving? Yes. Now, what are you saying while your dad is saying this? Uh, I just ask him some questions. Like, usually I'm like, so there's, which judges are pedophiles? Right. That's what I wanted to know. And he says, well, Sriracha, we we don't know that. We don't know exactly which ones are pedophiles. But he said, more than 50%. (laughs) Every other judge is a pedo? Yeah, that's true. Okay. I'm going to list off some judges. Judge Samuel Alito? Is that a man? Yes. And in fact, what I've heard is he thinks pedophilia is Samuel Anito. Yeah, he sounds like a pedophile. And I've heard that Judge Clarence Thomas has given clearance for pedophilia. Raging pedo. Sonia Sotomayor, gigantic pedo. I've heard that she wants, I've heard that she's a mayor pedophile. That's <laughs> what I've heard. This is what I've heard. Right, exactly. And Trump's appointee, what's her name? Amy Barry, whatever. Amy Coney Barrett. She's not a pedophile. Really? Yeah. Well, then why did she vote? Why did she vote to not hear uh, uh, Trump's uh, challenge out of Texas? Pressure from the deep state. Of course. So, so she's a pedophile enabler. Yeah. I mean, you have to be on that level. Like more than 50% are pedophiles and everybody in the government is a pedophile. You're going to get a horse head in your bed if you don't enable that pedophilia. Okay. And Trump is the only one that's not a pedophile? He's the only one in the entire government, basically, that's not a pedophile. Now, what happens when you play that videotape of Donald Trump after like a 13-year-old girl passes him, he goes... I'll probably be dating her in 10 years. Like, what do you what do you do with the evidence that like Donald Trump was going into the like Miss Teen Universe pageant dressing room in Russia and being like, uh, owner inspection, I own the Miss Teen pageant. I'm allowed to look at your boobs. Uh, that sounds like fake news. Okay, that's fair enough. Fake news, fake news. Now, um, yeah, so that's why it's getting thrown out. See, it's not because it's a baseless. It's because this shit, this pedophilia shit goes all the way up to the top. Mm, okay. And we can't drain the swamp because the swamp was too powerful and it flushed him out because it just overrun with pedophiles. Wow. All right, well, I mean... And where did your dad get his information? Um, I Which one of you motherfuckers sent my dad a link to Ad- Alex Jones or whatever? <laughs> He's reading some weird shit now. It used to be he would just sit at his job and watch Fox News mm-hmm. on loops. But one of you fucking bastards introduced him to one of those like freedomnews.net or something. <laughs> and now he's like over. He's teaming with like Facebook tier ass boomer conspiracy theories. Yeah, so I had a fantastic fucking Thanksgiving dinner. Yikes. I did tell him to shut the fuck up, like near the end of the meal, because I couldn't take any more of it. 
Okay. What was the, was there like a particular straw that broke the shit posters back? Yeah. Um, my dad, I can tell even my brother was getting fucking sick of it because I, I don't remember what the argument was because I kind of tuned it out at some point, but I remember my brother saying, there's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm like, hey, soy sauce said gay rights. That's interesting. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, it's like, even I'm sick of hearing this fucking bullshit. Yikes. But, um, the out of absolutely nowhere he just announces i think he's done and then we have a five minute normal conversation then i don't know where he's like fuck teachers like why fuck teachers dad and he says fuck teachers because they don't want to go to fucking work like everybody else they're lazy stupid pricks and i'm like hey dad shut the fuck up and he he did back down immediately all right let me tell you what i think is happening here i think like ultra conservative literal boomers like men in their 50s, 60s and 70s. I think they save all this all year until they're around kids and they try their hardest to trigger them. Kind of like you try your hardest to trigger people on Reddit and 4chan. Like when you go on 4chan and go like, "Hi, I'm a reporter from the New York Times and uh, <laughs> I'm running a I'm I'm running a story on how racist 4chan is." Uh are you guys admit to being horrible racists? Yeah, that's my favorite way to troll on 4chan. Have I told this story before? I'll tell it again. Okay, so you go on 4chan, you get a random picture, look up a picture of it has to be a real boomer picture, like a picture of a penguin or something. Mm. And then you, with the Shutterstock logo over it, <laughs> and you upload it and you said, hi, my name is XYZ from BuzzFeed News. We're writing an article about the racist, um, misogynist, yeah, transphobic jokes that go around here at 4chan. Would anybody like to make a comment on the effects that these harmful jokes have on society? Oh my God, they get so ass mad. Like 200 fucking replies. The comments are full of like gore and people getting hit by cars. Yeah, that one video of the dude getting decapitated. Yeah, the, the, oh, that one with the ISIS that gets posted over and over again. I don't think I've ever posted that and not gotten an ISIS clip. Oh <laughs> So much like when you went on r slash am I the asshole with a story about uh, Spider-Man groomsman ring bear wedding bridezilla party. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Um, I think that's what boomers do at Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's the only time they can trigger people because the rest of the year. They're just around other people that also believe this shit. So what's the point of even saying it? Like me and you don't have a ton of conversations about racism or gay rights or trans rights. Cause we're both just kind of like, yeah, people should have rights. Like we're not just sitting around doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. How can you trigger him back um, at Christmas? We need to plan something here. I'm I don't know if I can because I'm I'm clearly my dad's favorite, so it's hard. I I could probably kill somebody. <laughs> my dad would be like, "Yeah, right on." You're your dad's favorite. <laughs> oh, I'm by far my dad's favorite. Here's how I know I'm my dad's favorite is because my dad and my brother live together. And every so often they have these hysterical little like roommate arguments, mm -hmm. but uh, my brother doesn't pay any rent. So my dad will randomly just kick him out of the house. Mm -hmm. And how I know that soy sauce has been kicked out of the house, because when I visit my parents, I stay at my mom's house. My dad's house is a fucking wreck of a drug den mm -hmm. of, that he is not allowed to have because he is a he has priors. He's not allowed to have dens. He's not allowed to have guns or drugs, of which there are many. <laughs> but certainly not in his 
domicile. Oh no, Your Honor. Of course not. No, you know a, a trailer that does not belong to him. But I don't even like him thinking about guns or drugs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but um, my brother will come to my mom's house at like midnight or two in the morning and I'll usually be awake so I'll be watching like getting my fill of cable television mm-hmm. and it'll come in and be like hey what's going on be like, fucking dad kicked me out again be like what'd you do smoked all his weed or something. like usually something like that it usually has to do with either there are two big fights that they get in is they either smoke all of one another's weed or they <laughs> they they share a Netflix account, mm-hmm. but they only have the package with one screen. Oh, so no. when my dad, my dad works overnights, my dad will go to work and my brother will watch the Netflix and then fall asleep watching the Netflix. So it'll just keep playing ad nauseum and then he'll like call him 40 times. Be like, Swiss, I'll shut the fucking Netflix off so I can watch it at work. Couldn't you just Venmo your dad and or brother $3 a month to fix this? But then I wouldn't get to hear these hysterical roommate stories. Cheerfully withdrawn. That's a very good point. All right. We got to find a way to trigger your dad. We do. I'm tired of young like liberals being the ones that always have to fear Thanksgiving. We need to start making them afraid to come to Thanksgiving. Oh, he loves Star Wars. So how can we parlay your Star Wars knowledge into something that will trigger him? Um, well, I guess you could bring him that there's a black guy in Star Wars now and watch his head explode. <laughs> um, you could you could talk a lot about the SJW robot from the Han Solo movie. Where it's like, is that a joke? Is this ironic? We don't know. It's not a well-defined enough character. I don't know if he's seen the new movies. I guess I could be like, I watched the original trilogy and I thought it was mid. <laughs> that <gasps> might trigger him. I like that. I like that. Why don't you come home with like pink hair? And why don't you do one of those things where you can like rent a girlfriend for the weekend? And freak your dad out. I don't think my dad would care if I was gay. Okay. Because my dad has like out of absolutely no because my dad just says shit out of fuck. He's at that age where he doesn't really give a fuck like where he is in public or saying anything. Like I have this very specific memory. I was driving somewhere with him and he was like, Naranja, I wouldn't care who you date. I said, Thanks, Dad. But he says, even if it was an Armenian guy, I wouldn't care. <laughs> like, That's thanks. Very anti-racist of your dad. <laughs> very woke. Isn't that woke? Yeah, that's about as woke as you get for uh, two years away from collecting social security. <laughs> Look, you have that coming out of Garnet the Gem's mouth, and that's a Cartoon Network anti-racism spot if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Sarat does a lot to marry Armenian people. <laughs> All right. I think that might be it for the first segment. How well, about you? Yeah. So happy Any- holiday, everybody. I hope that you guys had a great time with your families or a better time than I had. <laughs> now, to start off our next segment, before we get too deep into it, I want to congratulate our listener of the week. Our listener of the week is Lime Ginger. Does he listen to this podcast? I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Prob- who wouldn't listen to this podcast? It's a great podcast. Lime Ginger, you're our listener of the week because you created a viral TikTok. Did you see Lime Ginger's viral TikTok? Oh, it was. Have you seen people are now calling him Vitamin J? Are you serious? Yeah, like everyone all over TikTok, they're like, "I need another dose of Vitamin J." 
vitamin J. I, give me that vitamin J. Hey, where'd the funny TikTok kid go? Hashtag vitamin J. I feel kind of bad for him. If you haven't seen the TikTok, he got like 40,000 likes on it. He's making the soy jack face and dancing around to this song about like, my life is like a video game. And clearly he's making fun. I don't think most people in the comments realize that he was making fun of another dude that did that, but without the Nintendo Switch. Well, is he interesting? Interestingly, now they're calling it Lime Jinjo Wing. Like they've forgotten the original kid. They now think that Jinjo is the one that started it. And so like everyone's like duetting it and they're like trying to like out Jinjo Lime Jinjo. And they're like, is this better than you, Vitamin J? Like it's really taking off. I feel bad because there are three distinct types of people in his comments, right? So I scroll through a bunch of the comments. So the first class of people are just straight up like insulting him. <laughs> like I think the Whoa. top comment on this TikTok is somebody that typed out mom. My drinking doesn't affect the baby. The baby, gone. <laughs> With the implication being that that's live Jinjo and he suffers from fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, now I get it. It, it. I think so highly of him and I respect him so much that that didn't it didn't even occur to me. Okay, well, what else are they saying about uh, him? The second class of people are people trying to ironically insult him and mm -hmm. saying things like, damn, bro, my girl's on this app. Can you delete this? I don't get it. Can you explain the that? implication there being that his girlfriend would be so turned on seeing Lime Jinjo stamp around and do the soy jack face that she would immediately leave the commenter to chase Lime Jinjo's dick. Well, I mean, he is wearing a pit boy. I think that's pretty cool. He's got a Nintendo Switch. He's got fly moves. I, I, are you sure that that's ironic? That might be a genuine concern from young males who are insecure about their relationships. And the third class of people think that he legitimately has something wrong with him and keep commenting stuff like, guys, don't make fun of him. He's just out here having fun. How dare you make fun of a kid just having fun? I think you're great. It's like, oh, those are the worst. <laughs> There's very little I can say about this. There's very little I can say about I'm Jinjo's a personal friend of mine. Look, you can make fun of him all you want. I'm not making fun of him. I'm making fun of these stupid ass commenters. You're making fun of him. You're no, bringing this. Let me make my case that you're making fun of him. Okay, go for okay. it. Okay, you're bringing this. You're bringing up that he is a viral sensation. That's great. He is a viral sensation. Vitamin J is on his way to viral stardom. Then you're bringing up how. Other people are implying that he has special needs. I started this off saying I feel bad for him because they didn't get what he was doing. How is that a knock against him? It's a knock against the stupid ass users of TikTok. I, Lime Jinjo, I'm your friend. I'm your buddy. I had nothing to do with this. I don't know why Sarita okay. has it out for you. He's going to get it. He's going to get what I'm saying. Look, but again. You're allowed to make fun of him. You're a cute girl. I'm not making fun of him. Cute girls are allowed to do and say whatever they want. Like, like we just, boys, we just want attention from cute girls. You're allowed to. Lime Jinjo, I'm on your side. I, I tried to duet your thing. I tried to duet your dance so that I could also do Lime Jinjoing. Uh, but the app asked how old I was. And when I said I was 39, my phone got really hot. And then it started to spark. And then a cop knocked on my door. And six Supreme judges populated in your apartment. <laughs> Long story short, I'm on the Supreme Court now. It's pretty based. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Speaking of base, oh, God. Did you see Dreg commented on our review of his disgusting ass house? 
I did not know that was really him. Oh, that's really him. All right. He said something like, I'm going to own the haters by dying of asbestos in that apartment. Well, you don't know what that means. That means the drag officially dirty fucking name searcher. He is dirty, a dirty fucking name searcher. That was why I didn't think it was him. Because like one time on YouTube, like someone commented and they were like, hi, I'm Skrull Johansson. I think you're like really hot. Like, why don't you send me a picture of your penis? And I was like, well, I would absolutely love to. And then like I sent and it turned out it was a it was a man who had very ill intentions for that dick shot. How many did you Bitcoin did you have to send Charlotte Johansson after that? Well, one Bitcoin at the time was worth eleven thousand dollars. So seven Bitcoin. Damn. Um, but so I didn't know it was like so I thought it was like a similar thing where it's like, this can't be J Reg. Why would J Reg search? For a, a YouTube video <laughs> called, quote, J-Reg's Disgusting House Tour Tour. Because I have a feeling J-Reg is consuming everything with J-Reg's name on it. How could you not? Do you name search yourself? <laughs> no, never. Never? I'm too sensitive for that. Okay. Like, um, I used to a lot. Like, when I first got into, like, uh, like making content and stuff. Because it was just like, how the hell can you not? People are talking about me. I got to know. Yeah, I used to do that. Then now I'm properly medicated, so I don't feel the need to anymore. And now I just kind of know what I'll find. And so like, when I find it, it's like, hmm, okay, this guy thinks I'm a slur. All right, this guy's, this guy's calling me a, a, quote, lime ginger, whatever that means. Oh, no, exactly what I predicted would happen happened. Now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, don't name search, kids. Yeah, don't name search. Oh, but once you told me that, it was J-Rec because you're like, he has the check mark. I didn't even know they had check marks on YouTube. Yeah, you could have just clicked his profile. It takes He's got 30,000, 300,000 subscribers. It takes you right to his profile. Yeah, but uh, I use some weird YouTube app and like it doesn't click through. But anyway, like I found out that it was him and I was like, oh shit, now I can finally do what I've wanted to do this entire time, which is offer to clean his house. <laughs> it bothers me that his place is this dirty it bothers me it's like an open sore in my mind it's like an unsolved puzzle it's like a angry little inch like i hate it i've had friends before with filthy places and i've cleaned their places because i'm just like it's like this can't stand this aggression can't stand like this planet earth was not made for this so it's like and and i'll tell you listeners i'll tell you what i told j-rig on youtube like I will go to Canada. I will clean that place. It doesn't have to be made into content. This isn't to do a collab. I feel like you're going to die there and I feel like I could help like another human being. Yeah, J-Reg, I will buy you a new mattress and I will guarantee you no one has died on it. Offer not guaranteed. Like, uh, we will go to Canada. We'll fix it. What will it take us, like 12 hours to clean that place? Oh, probably more than that, man. I don't know. It's not that big. I mean, we got to get some of those outlet things so he could have three-pronged outlets more than one place. Nah, I'll take two seconds. Like, um, I feel like we could turn this into kind of like a, you know, those, um, you know, those shows like, uh, like the Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yeah. I feel like we can get like, you know, YouTube dad. Like, I'm YouTube dad. In case you don't have a dad, I'm your dad. I'll show you how to use jumper cables. I feel like we can get an all-star team of YouTubers like. We can get YouTube dad there to fix the outlets. Uh, we like we can get like a famous YouTube painter to help paint the walls. We can get Dr. Sandra Lee to like get him some medication or something. Exactly. If he has any pimples, we get Dr. Pimple Popper up in there. Like I feel like we can assemble an elite team to 
help this kid that dresses up like a Nazi for his comedy skits. I know. I, I do feel bad. It like triggers something in my brain. It's like, you need to help this fellow human being. But uh, that's fucking cringe. And afterwards, we could get a nice, warm Garfucci. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, what's her name? Aeon Flux? Altered Aeons? The- Strange Aeons. Yeah, I watched it today. What does she say? Okay, so uh, for listeners who don't know, Strange Aeons is one of the first people after us, of course, to start talking about Garfield Eats. Um, we had a listener who we had a listener who, uh, who was up in Canada, and and he texted me, and he was like, uh, "Do you dare me to get uh, one of those Garfield frozen lasagnas?" I told him, like, "Please don't, don't." Not even for the content. It's like $40. The shipping's more expensive than lasagna. It's going to taste like crap. Don't do it. 40 fucking dollars for a tray that's like a foot in diameter. It's like, it's Stouffer sized. It's regular ass sized frozen lasagna. And I was like, don't do it. It's like whenever people ask me like, should I get a tattoo of patreon.com slash stereos on my wrist? I'm always like, look, I know the funny answer is yes. No. Like, your life is you are worth more than a than a tweet. He did it though. He ordered the fucking Garfield frozen lasagna. He said it showed up. It was overnighted. UPS overnighted. He said it showed up with like one teeny tiny little freezer bag. And it was wet and melted. Yes, that was already melted. And so the lasagna showed up like Warm and damp and smelling rancid. And I'm sure you could see this like a little jumping in my throat. That's like me like trying not to throw up while I describe this. Um, it came with uh, a Garfield comic book signed by Nathan Masry that was dripping wet and like covered in in unfrozen meat sauce. <laughs> He offered, uh, did you see when he tweeted out that it's covered in water and salmonella? Garfield was like, we'll send you another one. The guy was like, please don't. <laughs> um, and and he was like, should I cook this? Should I eat this? And he kept like asking me. And I was like, please don't. And then I got a hold of his girlfriend on Twitter. And I was like, can you tell him not to do this? This is not... He, this kid might die. Yeah, and called Dyfus because he fed it to a child too. He fed it to his nephew, which is fine. You're allowed to fuck with your nephew, just not your kids. <laughs> uncle's uncle's gonna unk. Haven't you seen Uncle Buck? That guy was one crazy uncle. Um. Anyway, long story short, he cooks it and he's like, "It's rancid." And there's like a video of him and his nephew eating it, and then they both immediately spit it out, and then one of them goes to puke. <laughs> And they're Canadian. It's much harder for them to like be outrageous on camera. So you know it was bad. Like his instinct was probably to like swallow it and say it was pretty good. Like that's just his upbringing. Like it's this lasagna is so terrible. Like it rewrites a Canadian's genetic code. It does. Makes them, turns them into Canadian geese. Ad- adorable. Um, what did Strange Aeon say about it? It's interesting that you brought that up because the first thing out of her mouth was it smells rancid. Like she complained about the smell and then she complained about the size and then she cooked it and she said that it was like overwhelmingly tasted of pasta. Like she couldn't get any of the cheese or the meat flavor in a correct like it was the ratio was off and she said it was bad and she would not order it again. See, like, the interesting thing is, um, because I watched Nathan Masry, like, reaching out to her on Twitter. 
And Nathan Masri was like, was like, I'm gonna, I'm making like a special delivery for a special influencer, like one of our earliest fans, Eon Flux, like we're sending her the thing. Which is funny because she has been nothing but mean to them. <laughs> exactly. She's been very, very mean to, but she has a lot of followers. Um, he's chasing that cloud. He's, he's dick riding that cloud. And um, and the reason I I know this is because someone tagged me in the conversation and they were like, hey, why aren't you sending one to Asterios? He's talked about you way more. He visited you twice. <laughs> what did he respond? He, he he was he was like he was like Asterios will get his soon meow. You know how he says meow? He types the word meow. Yeah, like Garfield meow. <laughs> the whole point is Garfield is people. Garfield is the Garfield doesn't meow. That's the point of Garfield. He drinks coffee out of a mug. He eats Italian food, which would kill a cat. He doesn't meow. And um, But the reason I bring up this like Twitter conversation is to say, this is the one you want to get right and you have the opportunity to get right. You could put in, now get this, two bags of ice. <laughs> like, uh, let's go nuts. You want to go nuts? Let's go nuts. Three bags of ice. You could put three frozen cooler bags in this thing, why don't you make sure that a huge influencer who you know is going to try this on camera gets the best possible product experience? Oh, my God. Yeah. If I knew that a girl with almost a million subscribers was going to review my salmonella drenched, like who are we? Who are just random yahoos? But if I knew some actual YouTube girl was going to be eating this shit, I would personally bake a lasagna and drive it there. Oh, just of course you would. Like, um, like Nathan should have done that because then he could have been on camera. It could have been a whole thing. She probably wouldn't have talked all that shit about the about the meat sauce in front of him. Did Nathan know which package was hers? So is that like confirmed? I, I all I I saw all the tweeting where he was like, "I'm making a special. I'm sending it to this girl special." Like I saw it all coming together, and it's like I used to do that. Like I would tweet a celebrity, be like, "Can we send you this free product for this brand?" They'd go, "Yes." Uh, then I'd get in their DMs and like, you know, you you got to arrange it. Yeah, because you well, need their address. <laughs> well, she said that she paid for it and she bought a, a couple like other Garfield merch that they were, I guess, just trying to dump and unload. <laughs> Oh, like, yikes. Like what? A, like a, one of the Garfield COVID face masks. Oh, the terrifying Joker face masks. Yeah, and he's also selling Garfield party cups, which are the exact same, like the Garfuccino cups. Yeah. Those weren't terrible cups. But I mean, yeah, all you're doing is you're sending a picture of Garfield to a printer. <laughs> he's not making, if he made those cups by hand, they would be made out of diarrhea and they would burst into flames. Yeah, you can't fuck that one. Not even Nathan can fuck that up. And you know, he'll be fine. I can't. So the saga of Garfield needs closes with Nathan's family still richer than God because his dad owns Mr. Sub. The end. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, well, hey, uh, Lime Jinjo, again, congratulations on your viral success. Uh, we're looking forward to whatever uh, hot new viral load you drop on the internet next. <laughs> um, anything else? No, I think that's going to be good. All right. And we'll be right back after this with our next segment. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. I'm your host, Asterios Coconos. Sriracha, you know about the vaccine? The one that gives you flippers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the one that uh, the one that causes 5G or something. Um, I have 5G now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a terminal case of 5G. Um, vaccines come in. 
There's one from AstraZeneca. There's one from Pfizer. There's one from Moderna. Um, a lot of vaccines are coming. Um, that's the good news. Here's the bad news. A lot of Americans are saying, yeah, I'm not going to take this vaccine. Uh, for example, a poll of over half of New York's firefighters say they will, quote, refuse the vaccine. A uh, recent internal survey by the Firefighters Union polled 2,053 members. 55% said they wouldn't get the vaccine. I got an article here from The Guardian. One in three in the UK are, quote, unlikely to take the vaccine. Got an article here from NBC Boston. Uh, many in Massachusetts, more than a third of Massachusetts adults would be unlikely to get the vaccine. Um, Newsweek, less than a third of Americans will, quote, definitely get the vaccine. So... This is a problem. And of course, oh, please. Oh, my, I was just going to say, my dad did red pill me on this too. Oh, t tell me. It's just the reason why most people aren't going to get the vaccine is because it does have microchips in it because Bill Gates made it and he put microchips in it that it can control your brain. Yeah, I've, I've heard about this. I've heard, I've heard about the microchip theory. Um, like, uh, I've heard that some people just don't like needles. It's like, oh, scary needle. Needle hurty. Yeah, oh, needle making owie. Gotta get a band-aid. Making shower weird needles. Um, so now some people are going like, yeah, fuck it. If these people don't want to get the vaccine, fuck them. Well, not enough people get the vaccine. We're not going to reach herd immunity. Because there are like a lot of people out there that like literally can't take the vaccine due to allergies or this or that or their immune systems are compromised. And it's like those people <laughs> need normies to take the vaccine to like cut off disease vectors. Right. So this is a problem. But I'm a problem solver, Sriracha. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm a brand guy. I'm an advertising guy. And I... This isn't like a science problem. This is an advertising problem. It is. It definitely is. Yes, it absolutely is. Like Obama's like, I'll uh, get the vaccine uh, on video. And George Shelley Bush is like, I too will get the vaccine on the video. And it's like, give me your both cuts. No, I, I, I won't do what you guys do. You're both losers. We need someone cool to get the vaccine. Right. So like, um. So I figured you and I have a little brainstorming session right now. Figure out how to get people the vaccine. I wrote down some ideas. Okay. I got a couple of ideas too. Why don't you go first? Let's go back and forth. Okay. I feel like yours will be better. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay. Um, idea number one. Tell pub general public that Elon Musk is actually the one who made the microchips. <laughs> Yo, that makes the microchips much cooler. Right. Like these fucking... These jackasses, they jerk off to Elon Musk. Didn't Elon Musk literally say he wanted to put microchips in people's brains? Everyone was like, based? They would think that was based. Get like a pot smoking samurai sword owning a young lady dating a guy making a microchip. And now he's in Texas, which makes him even cooler. Yeah, he's got a bunch of Tesla guns now. <laughs> yeah, he left California behind. He made that flamethrower. Remember when he made that flamethrower? Tesla branded COVID vaccines and you get a free gun every time you get it. Okay. I love that idea. That would do it. All right. Um, I got an idea. Say we only have enough vaccine for 50% of Americans. Oh, classic, classic false scarcity. Exactly. Because like right now 
we're making we're making enough so much vaccine and it's gonna be like at cvs and walgreens and shit it's gonna be i would say too easy to get this vaccine like yeezy there aren't like a million pairs of yeezys there's like a thousand pairs we need like vaccine drops we need like an at like we need to like announce vaccine drops on tiktok get like uh get jacob sartorius or any of these kids to be like yo vaccine party um (laughs) i'll coof directly into your mouth (laughs) after you get it exactly like um if we make the vaccine essentially like the hot new the tickle me elmo of vaccines like do a thing where we stage like people like knocking down the doors trying to get the vaccine at like a minute clinic oh i love that i think that would do it that would definitely do it that's like a real suggestion that would really work thank you all right what do you got idea number two have Ben Shapiro open an OnlyFans and the only content is a video of him getting the vaccine. <laughs> okay. Naked. I, thank you. I was going to say, can I see his dick? Because yeah. if I can't see his dick, I feel ripped off. Like, have you seen, watch any of those Ben Shapiro live streams? It's just a bunch of thirsty women and gay guys asking him to like, show his muscles off are you kidding me so many people would buy into a ben shapiro only fans and what they don't realize is that it's subliminal propaganda to get the covid vaccine that's really really smart i've heard ben shapiro just like has a live stream of him working you can just like check in on him at any time like typing up blog posts is that correct i have no idea i'm not that deep in the shit (laughs) i know what ben shapiro does with his afternoon okay all right look i love that idea and if you and if you get and if you get a friend boosted, we get to see a uh, classical Ab- Abby too. Classically Abby. I don't know her goddamn name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Actually, speaking of uh, politics, we create two strains of vaccine: one for Republicans and one for Democrats. Oh, tell me more. Okay, like we say. The Republican one is the like the Republicans say like the Republican one is the real one. These are like each handmade and hand manufactured with like Donald Trump's ball sweat. Yes, yeah, say Donald Trump made it. Exactly. <laughs> like Donald Trump is like he was working in the lab late one. Like he's like stirring up a cauldron and like he throws some pop rocks in there. Just like it's like pop rocks in the regular vaccine. Like um, it's distributed like by the Trump kids. You have to go to Trump tower to get it like you can only get it at a trump rally and like these people are going to the trump rallies anyway and we say like this it's too strong for those democratic pussies if you put it in their arms they would die this vaccine is only for like rock ribbed tough gun owning republicans right it will it has so much anti-soy that it will immediately kill any liberal (laughs) that it comes in contact with exactly they'll just like melt away and die like when the wicked witch got wet and then we say that there's like a Democrat strain that is like grass fed, organic, 100%, 1000% soy. There's more soy in this than we ever thought we could put into one like square inch of liquid. Made by scientists. <laughs> exactly. And like 
really ugly scientist too. Uh-huh. Of color. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, and like we signal that some of them are on the LGBT spectrum. Like right. we've got like little clues in there. Like right. a like a colored pocket square or something, but that used to mean like going out of Gramercy Park and this colored pocket square meant like mm, I'm looking for some stuff. Or like you could have a commercial for it where one of the doctors walks in and is like, I invented this soy vaccine for me and my family. And then she like puts her arm around another woman. <laughs> yeah. And she puts her arm around another woman. And then like a bunch of Democrats start looking around the room, like hoping to find someone who's offended so they can point to the TV and go, I am proud to have this scientist on my, I am proud to put this scientist <laughs> goo in my arm. Exactly. All right. I think that would work. Exactly. Republican and Democratic strength vaccine. We're so good at this. I know we are. <laughs> Do you have another thing? Uh, yeah. Uh, my third one, this is where I started running out of juice. My third one just says, vaccine, but make it sexy. I, <gasps> wrote, I wrote this while drunk, so I don't remember what I meant by that. I have an idea like that. That's That's vaccine, but make it taste good. Oh, tell me about your, maybe we can make it sexy and taste good. This is what I'm thinking. Okay, here's how I think we make it sexy. Randomly, Pokimane or, what's the name? Belle Delphine. Belle Delphine. Randomly, Belle Delphine is at one of these Walgreens minute clinics. You don't know which one she's at. Like, you walk in there, you might get like nurse, nurse like Irma. You might get like nurse Alba. You might get nurse Pokimane. You might get nurse... uh Bella Thorne, like you might get like nurse Zach Efron, like you might get like a sexy, hunky, topless nurse and you could take a selfie and they'll, and they'll put it in your ass too. That like you could take <laughs> oh, okay. down your They're pants and like shove it in your ass. <laughs> They're shoving it in your ass. Oh, okay. I'm not sure how sexy that is, but I do like the Belle Delphine part. Maybe okay. we could get Belle Delphine to do like commercials for the vaccine and we play them all over D live or whatever that obscure streaming website is. If we just said that the vaccine was like 1% her bath water. Her spit. Her spit. Exactly. And like, I feel like we could really do that. I feel like, you know, we could clone out a batch of her spit so that like it's in minute yet scientifically detectable quantities. Right. Like there's like a threshold where you're allowed to have rat shit in hot dogs. <laughs> so let's invoke that principle and have like 0.001% Bell Delphine's vagina fluids in every vaccine. No, look, I fucking love this. But I know what our listeners are thinking. What about boomers? Or what about people who don't know who Bell Delphine is? I've assembled a short list of celebrities that appeal to absolutely everyone. Okay. Okay. You walk in, you might get Belle Delphine. You might get the Property Brothers. Oh, shit. Boomers love the Property Brothers. You might get voice acting legend David Hayter. Who's that? He's the voice of Solid Snake. Exactly. That'll get Lime Jinjo down there to get that shot. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. Love Shark Tank. He'll berate you while putting that vaccine in you. Reba McIntyre. We don't wait. Is she the one that said the slurs or wait? If so, that's even better because we're trying to appeal to country music fans. <laughs> oh, that's true. No, I think I'm thinking of, I don't know who I'm thinking of. Continue. Okay. Grogu from the Mandalorian. All of these must be boomer celebrities because I don't know any of them. And this is how I know they'll work. Exactly. You for Sriracha's, we got 
dreg can go give people the vaccine. You, people <laughs> I love that. I don't want dreg to give me the vaccine. I've seen the cleanliness of his home. Okay, not dreg. Okay, for surrenders, <laughs> we promise that it will not be dreg. <laughs> uh, Modern Family's Nolan Gould. Is that the dad? He's the kid. Oh. Huh? Who's not going to trust a vaccine from Modern Family's Nolan Gould? <laughs> Nobody. Have- what if we had Belle Delphine like licking the side of it and doing the Ahagawa face and we put that billboard just everywhere? I'm telling you that would fucking work. <laughs> um, all right, I got one or two more little ideas. Let's hear them. Actually, let's, let's, let's end on one more. We say 75% of the population of America gets vaccinated. We'll make better Pokemon games. Oh, shit. People hate the Pokemon games. People are so upset that the Pokemon games are using old sprites and they and that the Pokemon is not letting you have the full Pokedex and that they paid for a thing called Pokemon Cloud, but it no longer works with the new Pokemon. Like, they're still furious about the Pokemon thing. We need to convince Pokemon to stop selling the same game two times. Exactly. But with different sets of Pokemon in it. Oh my God, that used to make me so fucking ass blasted as a child. Yes. I remember they made three because they made yellow as well. Oh yeah, fuck that. Yeah. It's like the thing that all the thing that Pokemon say is like it would not cost that much money to make this game slightly better. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Federal government, just give them the fucking money to make the thing better. But it's pizza party rules. Like the whole class has to get a B. Like we've got to get 75%. Like there's like, and there's like uh, one of those uh, drawn thermometers with the marker, like they have it like church fundraisers, <laughs> but for the whole country's uh, live or die rates. Oh my God. Yes. That's going to definitely work. All right, I feel like this would work. Listeners, if you've got a way that we could convince people to get vaccinated, please tell us. I mean, clearly Biden has no ideas. If he did, he... If Biden knew how to fix this, he would be out there beating this drum by now. <laughs> he would be like punching it upside the head. Yes, exactly. Like they they don't know how to fix this. It's gonna be up to us. We'll be back right after this with your voicemails. Welcome back, loudest podcast. Guys, I gotta hand it to you. Ten out of ten voicemails this week. Really? I'm really proud of you guys. All, almost all of them were good and legible and had a storyline and were under one minute. So uh, we can't play all of them this week, but thank you so much. If yours doesn't get played, call in again next week because, man, I'm just so proud of you guys. We're really making progress here. <laughs> okay, well, that's fantastic. As usual, you've given them cute little names. Um, I'm going to play this one. It's called My Bones Are Dry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hello, Asterios Rancho. Hi. This is Dr. Seamus. I oh. am not a real doctor, but I am a real moose. Oh. I have your oh. test results back. The first off, Asterios, you are looking perfectly healthy. You've got <gasps> your bones are swimming in plenty of blood. Mm. But Rancho... <laughs> Okay, you gotta work on that. Your bones are dry as hell. They feel dry. This this is a serious problem. I hope to see improvements. Goodbye. I will work on wetting my bones for you, Dr. Seamus. You know, there's there's a reason we have the phrase bone wet and not the phrase bone dry. Oh, shit. Wait. It's because your bones are supposed to be wet. Supposed to be wet. Exactly. Actually, speaking of wet bones... I, I got two texts uh, from a listener uh, about the the wet, dry bone conundrum. Yeah, tell me. Uh, he says, quote, I asked one of my doctor friends 
He says bones are wet, especially the long bones, because of their role in what I have to believe is the doctor word for, quote, making more blood. Making more. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bones do make blood. I forgot about that. You're right. They do. Did you get all that, guys? Your bones make your blood. The longer the bones, the more the blood. Yeah. but So it's not only wet. It's also full of wet. Yeah, it's wet on the outside and the inside. Wow, this is truly incredible. He, but quote, he would not go all the way to saying they're swimming in blood. Hmm, I don't know, because the blood is literally swimming in them. I don't think this is a real doctor. I don't trust anything this guy says. Yeah, no, they're swimming in blood. Sorry, buddy. All right, Um, this next voicemail is called, Canada is a communist utopia. <laughs> Hi, Sarantia. Um, Hello. I'm from Canada, and I'm calling about the six-day weeks. Um, yeah, actually. <laughs> because he knows I'm red-pilled so Canada, on six-day weeks. Canada, is um, a socialist communist uh, country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we actually were given one day off every week, which was, um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. then... Uh, Understood. Because we're a communist country, we got the rights, and then they found a way to take them away, which was by... Uh, they just took one day off of every single calendar. So we do actually have six day weeks. And they were thinking of upping the number of weeks in the year to closer to 60. I don't remember what the exact number would be. Mm. Um, cause obviously six or 52 six day weeks doesn't equal out to the same thing. But they decided that actually that would sort of give the jig up. So, uh, it, Canada is currently in April 23rd, 2022. Wow. So, yeah. That was really educational. Uh, that was useful. <laughs> Thank you so much for the education on Canada. Please tell us what lottery tickets to buy. <laughs> it's a, that's a good point because people are always like, oh, they're so ahead of their time. Oh, they let gay people get married. Oh, they're before us. Oh. They got legal weed. We don't. They got free health care up there. They got, a hot, they got a hot prime minister who only occasionally wears blackface. <laughs> I love that I can hold that over Canadians forever. It's like, you think we're bad. Your guy was blackface. Yeah, wait, has Trump ever gotten caught wearing blackface? Not yet. Oh, yeet. He's well, we have too one thing. good at it. He's too sneaky. You got to be sneaky like Trump. Exactly. Um. All right. Uh. This. Oh, wait, wait actually, I got a text about this. About blackface? No, about the weeks. Uh. The sex says, tell Sriracha I'm Canadian and there are seven days a week here. And I'm almost certain the J-Reg apartment is fake. If you watch any of his other videos, the humor is always way over the top, way crazy. And he's done crazier stuff than find a shitty apartment and pretend it's his for a 300,000 subscriber special. Then he immediately texted the next day. Tell Sriracha I actually watched the video now and it is it is absolutely his apartment. Right. Okay. So my my argument to that would be why do a two bedroom if you're gonna make this joke? <laughs> a two bedroom with no bedroom doors. <laughs> well, hey, you don't need doors when you have a sheet that's nailed to the uh anti- to the to the what is to the what is that thing called? The door frame? The door frame? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, owned with facts and logic by Jay Rick. He says, quote, I thought he was crazy. I mean, but in the way where you do crazy funny stuff just to confuse people, I didn't realize he was actually crazy in a completely normal way. Well, listener, you're kind of correct because he's so crazy the way that happens when you stop taking your medication. <laughs> Again, crazy in the normal way. Um, oh, this one's called More Outlet Chatter. Should I play this? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, sorry to bother you. But, uh, <laughs> no, you're not. I'll listen to the last week's episode. 
and I haven't even finished it yet. I had to go Google the voicemail number for the show uh, out of rage. The guy's apartment, uh, Jay Regular, whatever his name is, the heroes kept calling him Drake, I think. I, I don't know his name. Uh, he knows that they sell like two-prong to three-prong outlets, right? You said that, didn't you? Yeah. Right. I said that. They sell a little converter dudes. It's cheaper than those extension cords that are going to explode and kill everyone. Yes. He doesn't need, what do you mean he doesn't need to like daisy chain extension oh, like cords together? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had to, I had to say, I obviously just pick up the doodad. It's a little do. All you need is a little doodad. Oh, man, when we clean Drag's apartment, I'm definitely going to steal those extension cords and the blood sheets, and then I'll auction them a money bay. Oh, wh- hey, that'll pay for our flight up there and back. <laughs> Although flights are notoriously cheap now because everyone wants to die. Wait a minute. They might not, lo- they might not let us in Canada. Oh, shit. Really? We're dirty, dirty disease carriers. Oh, are we not allowed to go to Canada anymore? We ha- I think we're allowed to go to some countries, but we have to like get a test like 36 hours beforehand that shows that we're clear and we're Americans. We'll never be able to get those tests. Like every, like every single test comes out with just the word COVID on it. Now I hear what they do is they just bring you into a room. They put your hand on a photocopier. You hit the green button and just the word COVID comes out on a piece of paper. It's yeah. cheaper. Sorry, J-Reg, you're on your own. That test sucks. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I don't like the test. All right, this next voicemail is called Face Melter Chris Asks for Medical Advice. Hey, Sarah, it's Face Rancher. It's Face Melter Chris here. Uh, I'm in the middle of a pretty heated debate right now. I'm wondering if uh, my friend says that it's bullshit, but I, I, I know for a fact in my heart that wiping your ass with Lysol wipes is the completely effective way to prevent the coof. Um, please give us your input. Uh, I hope... I hope you understand the fuck. <laughs> Great job, face filter, Chris. Anyway, so does wiping, <laughs> does wiping your ass with the Lysol wipe prevent COVID nineteen, Doctor Asterios? Yes, but it, but it causes further problems. Like what? Chapped anus? You're not supposed. That's a that tissue is very delicate and very sensitive. It's why people butt chug. It's why John Cena butt chugged in that in that famous movie Cockblockers. Remember when he was trying to stop his daughter from losing her virginity? Yeah, that was a weird fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. What's weirder is that John Cena and Leslie Mann were supposed to be a married couple. It's like, I don't know that E-Man is going to date a film's most famous Karen. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like that tissue is... Uh, I wonder if you could get drunk from wiping your ass from Lysol wipe because they have alcohol in them, don't they? Oh my goodness, you're right. Okay, that's everybody do it. Everybody, everybody try do it. it. Yeah, everybody do it. do it. Butt chug Lysol wipes. Everybody <laughs> butt chug Lysol wipes. Take one, soak it in vodka, just like stick it up there, like you do a tampon, except up your butt. That would absolutely kill COVID nineteen. Now rum wouldn't. Rum's not high. Rum's not high enough. Exactly. Proof. You need like gin, butt chug gin wipes or vodka wipes. <laughs> that will remove the coof. Get some Everclear up there and Everclear out your system. All right. This one is called as marketing experts. What would you two say regarding the quality, enjoyment and overall consumer experience when it comes to name brand versus off brand cereal? Is this a voicemail or is this just a text message? No, that's the, that is the entire name of the voicemail. Okay. Hey guys. I appreciate the work you're doing with the Crunch Bunch segment. For some reason, no one else is doing it. 
I appreciate that the name of the wave file he emailed us at the loudest podcast at gmail.com was longer than the voicemail. Yeah, his mic quality was really good, too. I was hoping he would read something. Whoever you are, guy, call back and just, I don't know, just tell us about your day or some shit. Don't you don't have to worry about being funny. You just seem pretty cool and we'd like to hear more from you. What's the question again? I wasn't paying attention. The, the name of the voicemail is, as marketing experts, what would you two say regarding the quality, enjoyment, and overall consumer experience when it comes to name brand versus off-brand cereal? It's the fucking same shit. It's the same. It's literally the same shit. Yes. Like, like you know, they, they do make that shit in the exact same fucking factories. They just pack it. Dude, it's the same shit. Look it up. I know. It's, it's the same thing with, like, instead of Cheerios, like... What are they like Joeyos, like the Trader Joe's shit? It's yeah. yeah, it's the same factory. It's just like, yeah, that's the end of the batch. Exact same thing that they do with the Kirkland signature brand at yeah. Costco. It is literally, I am not making this up, the exact same shit in a different package. If you took a if you took a bag of fruity o's and you put it in a fruit loops box and you gave that to your kid in fact parents everybody do this from now on like buy a box of fruit loops once just keep filling up the bag with fruity o's fill up the sugar smacks bag with sugar slaps <laughs> like um just your kids won't be able to tell the difference and they won't feel poor do it yeah do it um all right this uh next voicemail is called mcrib review oh yeah this is my favorite one. Hey, Stuart. Hey, Sriracha. I just hope you're doing well. Yeah. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that I had a McRib for the first time. <gasps> it's back. At 31 years old. Yeah, ignore that part. Ignore that part. Uh, and I wanted to give you guys a quick review of it. Uh, I'm going to go with a 3 out of 10. Uh, what? Ridiculous. Because, like, I was expecting a trash tier, like, McDonald's sandwich. I was and not that's what you expecting it to so not the have the, the perforated fake bone ribs. It was just a slab of of pork meat. There there was no shaping, there was no forming. So that, that knocked off most of the points for it. We'll go over this after he's done. On it. it was it was very disappointing. But they did give me extra pickles and onions. So mm. three out of ten for a dry sandwich. Um so I ate so yeah, two of I'm, the McRibs are back. Uh, it's not your guys' fault, obviously. But obviously it's not my it. fault. Right, <laughs> I would be my Hopefully, fault. Uh Governor Cuomo doesn't like assault you guys for taking voicemails out of quarantine. All right. Bye. <laughs> so I ate two of the McRib sandwiches while I was visiting my parents for Thanksgiving. The first one I got had no sauce on it, like none whatsoever. It was just a pile of onions because the kid was baked out of their mind must have forgotten to put the barbecue sauce on it. I ate it, of course, too, because like everything in my life, my low standards, my low self-esteem dictates the standards. So, of course, I ate it. I didn't go back. The second time I went, I got like a commercial McRib sandwich. It was crazy. Mine did have the perforated grill marks on it. Perfect amount of barbecue sauce. I do wish they would put less fucking onions on it. Someone called in my call-in show and they were like, I got so many fucking onions on my goddamn crib. dump it on there. And it's not like the fun onions, like those shredded onions that the you get on. ones. No, like on the cheeseburger. You oh. know, those little tiny onions. Yeah. It's the big silver onions and it's crunchy and I, I don't like it. Do they think they're helping you? They're like, I'm going to I'm gonna send this guy to onion heaven. I'm going to obliterate this guy. with." Onion. It's like, no, it's too strong. I'm, 
I'm trying to eat sauce. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to eat. I want to use the McRib as a vehicle for barbecues. <laughs> someone, uh, someone else called into my, uh, oh, a guy named, uh, his name is like a uh, big dick Guido. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'm like, mm, I'm not comfortable using that name. It's a slur. And he's like, no, I'm Italian. My last name is actually Guido. And I was like, well, then it would be offensive not to call you big dick Guido. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, he said that he tried to make rib for like the first time in years. And he was like, I forgot that the structural integrity of the bun is not very high. Oh, no, it's in the toilet. He said that he thinks the McRib would do better if it was a Big Mac bun. It probably would because the Big Mac bun is designed to hold more sauce. Yeah. And this is a saucy fucking sandwich. That's why you're getting it. Like, here's a fix that I thought of. Like, when you get the McRib, immediately take, take one of the buns off. Line the inside of the bun with French fries. Use the French fries as like a... As like um like a buttress, use the French fries as like a way to like temporarily increase the structural integrity of your sandwich. The French fries they can soak up some of that sauce without getting rid of it because you're there to eat sauce. And I think if you were to put layers of French fries on both sides, like it might create a better mix experience. I think that would also solve a problem that not just the McRib have, but every single sandwich on this fucking planet has, which is you go to take a bite of it and then the tomato just yeets yes. the other end. I hate that. Yeah, exactly. Because the because those French fries kind of have a little bit of a sandpapery texture. Uh, they've got some grip. Like they would hold the things in place. Exactly. Oh, man. I can't believe we just solved the sandwich crisis. We're calling this a loudest style McRib. You get your McRib loudest style and you tell me how it went. Yeah, please do that. Tell me if it works. It keeps the uh, tomato or not the tomatoes, the pickles from just killing themselves. Fuck yeah. I think that's going to do it for this week's loudest podcast. How about it? I feel really good about this episode. I feel really good about this episode too. Uh, Listeners, just to let you know, um, there is still time to join the sticker of the month club for this month. You will get a pork chatter sticker and this month only a pack of five jacked trading cards. You can't afford not to join. Yeah, I, I had these trading cards professionally made, professionally printed in Van Nuys, California, the pornography capital of the world. <laughs> uh, I found a printer. They're, they're like, they're thick stock. They're UV coated. They've got really great art. Um, they have like our character sheets and fun little facts about how we made the show. And uh, so you'll get all five trading cards and a sticker for just one pledge. You join the sticker of the month club at patreon.com slash stereos. And if you're just looking for more content in general, this month, Christmas Day, Sriracha and Asterius present Chris Mystery. It's a Chris Mystery miracle history. We talk about uh, the lovely, fair virgin Mia Hamm and Ugh. how she robbed Chris Chan of her virginity. Ugh, yeah, it's um, it's actually oddly sweet. It's an oddly, it's like a Chris Mystery miracle that out of all the stories I've been told about CWC. This one horrified me maybe the least. And it's about CWC going to a sex worker and their kids are in the other room. Mia Ham specials all night long. Oh my goodness. 
that will be coming out on Chris Mystery Day. Uh, we did a new episode of Christery last month that came out on Thanksgiving Day. So if you're a little bit behind, now's the perfect time to rejoin. For just $2, you get over 100 bonus episodes uh, on a little RSS feed that puts all the bonus episodes right on your phone. Yeah, so if your dad is telling you about all the, where all the pedophiles are located, you could just tune them out listen to this year's Christmas Story Christmas Special. And I think that'll do it uh, this week for the last podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. All right.